forever. Dog. This house eats and is eaten. This week on the podcast, Trang Tan Trans, she is a haunt. Hello, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay K. Tai. I'm another one of your hosts. <laughs> I, <knew Hello>. just... <laughs> I was stretching and I was like, I'll just keep it going. <laughs> and today we are talking about the book, She is a Haunting. It is a new book. It is by Trang Tong Tran. And uh, it is uh, like reminiscent of Mexican Gothic a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in the sense that it's like the house is. What is the house doing? And there's eating, and, <laughs> and the eating. There's fungus at one point. There is fungus. There's eating. There are bugs. There. I mean, there are not really bugs in Mexican Gothic. This is a very bug heavy book. If you don't like yeah, bugs, it's like, do not read this Instead of shrooms, it's bugs. Yeah, like in this book, bug is the thing, not spore. Not spore. It's bug. Sort um, of. Sort of. It's also ghosts. Parasite. It's call. It's colonization. Colonization is God, yeah. not spore. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, let me read the Goodreads thingy. Back of the book. Mm, back of the book. It's quite long, so buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> Get cozy. Get cozy. When Jane Wynn arrives in Vietnam for a visit with her estranged father, she has one goal. Survive five weeks pretending to be a happy family in the French colonial house Boz restoring. She's always lied to fit in, so if she's straight enough, Vietnamese enough, American enough, she can get out with the college money he promised. But the house has other plans. Night after night, Jade wakes up paralyzed. The walls exude a thrumming sound, while bugs leave their legs and feelers in places they don't belong. She finds curious traces of her ancestors in the gardens they once tended. And at night, Jade can't ignore the ghost of the beautiful bride who leaves her cryptic warnings. Don't eat. Neither Ba nor her sweet sister Lily believe there's anything strange happening. With help from a delinquent girl, mm-hmm. Jade okay. will I know. <laughs> Jade will prove this house, the home her family has always wanted, will not rest until it destroys them. Maybe this time she can keep her family together. As she roots out the house's rot, she must also face the truth of who she is and who she must become to save them all. Not quite accurate. No. Um, I mean, guess partic- what? Ba does believe something strange is happening. Ba knows. That's okay. That's okay. okay. It's setting up. That's what. That's it's how he's behaving. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's acting denying. like he doesn't know. Right. Um, Florence, not a delinquent girl. No. I don't know why she's being termed as such. Uh, she's just a girl who lives with her uncles. I liked Florence. I liked Florence a lot. And I liked Jade and Florence together. Me too. Um. I was kind of sad when it was like, but obviously we're not staying together. And I was like, well, but why? <laughs> I was just delusional. I was, I was like, like maybe. Talking. I was like, maybe they'll cross paths. Yeah, why do you have to break up boots? I know. Um, And then like the must face the truth of who she is and who she must become to save them all. I think we can remove the who she must become. That's what I stuck on like yeah the truth of who she is that i get like she she needs to like just like fully admit um things about her like her sexuality to her mother mm-hmm. and the 
the like nature of her father deciding to leave the family in America to go back to Vietnam. It's like more complicated, like sort of, sort of. I don't really get <laughs> her dad's being a real dick, like being like, this, it's your fault I left. But this I was rang like, true. I'm this going rang to true. strangle yeah. you, sir. Yeah, but that rang true to how Vietnamese parents can be. Because oh, my, sure. like, I remember my mom, like, being like, well, you said this to me. And I was like, yeah, I was eight. So I was a kid. Yeah, I was a child whose, yeah. like, emotional intelligence had not fully formed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think she just has to come to terms. Because she's assigning a lot more shame to things, which is, yes. you know, real. Which is natural, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of a thing of like, she needs to just be open with her whole family about everything. Yeah. Because right now, like, I loved her mom and I was so happy that her, her mom, mom so was like, much. her mom was just like, I love Fully you. Though. And her. I was like, yeah. she's so sweet. And when she, like I said, when I like cheered when she showed up to save the day. I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was very cute in her little, in her little pajama. Yeah. She shows up in her PJs. Um, the uh, I did. There were certain things that I really liked about this book, and then certain things that I either wanted more. Kind of, of, it was like murky writing, but yeah, it's a it's like what we we like briefly texted about it. This author is very good at the emotional core of the story and the family stuff. And the themes. And the characterization of mm -hmm. these people, like, with each other. It felt very lived in and real. Yeah, everybody feels very real, fully realized. Um, the haunting is kind of slapdash, confusing, not very suspenseful. Because I was just, like, very confused about how everything worked and the implication of things. And just like, and I know that it's a dream, but like we, we, the, Teen Creeps Bingo, the physics of it all, I was like, where, mm -hmm. where are, are they? Right and like, where's now? the ghost? And like, I know that it's in dreams that are sometimes real, but also just like when they're in the house, I was like, girl, I don't know what room you're in. And I don't know. Yeah, I, it was. It w yeah. Because like, it wouldn't then like snap into focus when she'd wake up or come back to herself. It wasn't like then, it wasn't like, woo, like dreamlike writing during the hauntings mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. we like get a fuller picture once we're not in the haunting or not in the dream or whatnot right it was just always kind of like i didn't understand the significance of her being paralyzed of, of the sleep paralysis mm -hmm. i didn't understand the significance of eating the bugs i didn't understand what how that then exuded more Power, like power over them. over them yeah i didn't understand that connection so th they're like very very quick sketching of what's going on is jade wants to go to college her mom has been basically like her dad left like five years beforehand mm -hmm. um four or five years beforehand. And so her mom has essentially been like supporting them as like a single parent. I think he's mm -hmm. sent some money back, but not enough and certainly not enough to go to college. So mm -hmm. 
he is now so he's he's back living in Vietnam. He's restoring this French colonial house that his family worked in in previous generations as servants to the French colonizers. Mm-hmm. And he wants to reclaim it for his family mm-hmm. and basically like rebrand it and make it a fresh start for them. And so he's agreed to pay for college if Jade comes and stays there for five weeks and helps write the like website copy. Mm-hmm. And it works in tandem with this girl, Florence, who's her same age, who is doing the actual coding of the website. Mm-hmm. And her sister, Lily, is there, who is 13. Meanwhile, her mother and their younger brother, Brendan, or Bren, who's eight, are staying in... Saigon? I think so. And it's like with her mom's family. Yeah. And they're doing a lot of touring of temples and stuff. And they're just like not coming out there. Mm-hmm. They're in, I'm not going to know how to say this, Dalat. Dalat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a very different area. Um, or actually, hold on. Let me look because. Uh, oh, my God, my back. Uh, it actually might be. Um, because that D is not. I kept looking everything up on Google Translate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seems like Dala. It's like kind of a soft T. Yeah, Dala. I can't tell. Dala. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was, because I didn't see the cross of the D. So D cross is a D sound, but D not with no cross. cross. Yeah, is za or ya, depending on um, if you're north or southern. Um, so, but it does have a D cross. It just isn't when you, oftentimes you don't see the full uh, Vietnamese alphabet when you Google things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's um, Dalat. And there, it's like a really, it sounds like a very interesting, beautiful part of Vietnam. It's like a little bit cooler. It's up towards kind of in the mountains. Uh, it's much more forested. Um, and it's the site of, uh, a lot of like French colonial people way back built a lot of homes there uh, as part of their fucking co- colonization. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I was like, I didn't know that the French colonized Vietnam. Yeah, that's why Vietnam has the um, Roman alphabet. <clears throat> and um, I also did not know that. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, that's why, like, Feng Mi. You could fill Vietnam with the things I don't know about Vietnam. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, and I mean, that's why there's so many Vietnamese people in France. And then um, a lot of them speak French. My mom went to French school. Uh, and that's how she's fluent in French. Oh, um, yeah, I did not. I was not aware of which white country mm-hmm. <laughs> decided and that's to, why, to colonize uh, Vietnam. Vietnamese bakeries do really good like French oh, baking. Yeah. And um, they have their own take on like a specific type of Vietnamese baguette. Uh, that's really good. And that's usually how you can tell if a bang mi is good, if it has the right kind of baguette. Mm. Very, very crisp and soft on the outside, short, uh, like short and fat, and then like very, very light on the inside. It has to like crisp easily when you bite into it. It's not like, you know, those like sourdough uh, rolls that are like kind of crunchy. It doesn't have mm-hmm. that. It has a crispness, not a crunch. Well, now I want to eat it. Really it's very way. good. Very, very, very really good. good. Oh, yeah. Did you, have you had bang mi before? 
I don't think I have. Don't eat it at a white person place where it's like $12. You should never, <laughs> ever pay 12 fucking dollars for a bang me ever. Mm-hmm. Unless it's very special. I don't know. The place I like to go, it's buy two, get one free. Bang me, check alley in either San, uh, at San Gabriel Valley or so it's in Alhambra or um, Orange County. Buy two, get one free, $6 each. You're paying $12 for three sandwiches, baby. Very, very good. Yeah, I think San Gabriel should, is where to find all the good uh, Asian food. Yes, in particular, <laughs> Chinese and yeah. um, Vietnamese food. Yeah. Um, if you want Thai food, you can go to Thai Town in LA. Uh, obviously, Koreatown has very good Korean food. But yeah, if you want Vietnamese or Chinese really good, you have to go to Alhambra or Rosemead. Um, but anyway, it was great seeing all the different food that they're eating, even though it actually ends up being scary food. But <laughs> yeah. even though I, it ends up being full of parasites. Yeah. But I was like, ooh, yum. Bang say, oh, yum. All that stuff. I was like, ooh. Um, yeah. And then I wasn't familiar with anything, but I was also going, oh, yum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, except, of course, because I'm a giant baby, a uh, giant white baby, uh, the pig's feet part. I was like, can't wrap my head around this. Oh, one. yeah. Pig's feet. Um, I'm sure if I actually saw it in person, I'd be. No, it'd be pretty like, gnarly. They're, they're gnarly. It looks oh, like okay. a foot. Yeah. It's just of any a foot just yeah. is off putting because I'm it's not familiar to me. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I've eaten stuff as a kid that I wouldn't eat now. Just because I'm like, that is too gnarly. And like, even my mom, like she'll look back and she'll be like, I can't believe we ate that. Like, there is some stuff that I'm like, mm, look, I'm not going to judge you for eating that because it's your culture. But can I eat that now? No, sorry. I'm going to be grossed <laughs> out. But like, it's funny, like certain things like, like I'll be eating with Lucas and he's not scared to eat it. But I'm like, I'm not going to eat that. Now. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not going to eat. It's, it's to each their personal taste. Yeah, um, um, but yeah, but I would I would not be mad at you if you did not food. eat if you did not eat. Yeah, I mean, feet, even I the know. pig's feet sounded delicious the way she was describing it. Yeah, I was just like, and then you know, picturing pig's feet and going, yeah, mm, maybe yeah. not this dish. <laughs> yeah, um, and then of course all the bugs. I was like, well, definitely not this dish. <laughs> no, definitely not this dish. The one that's riddled with parasites. Except, at the same time, I was like. I don't know. People eat grasshoppers like yeah, all and the time, and I, and ants, and mm-hmm. so I don't see how just. And this is this is uh, what I wanted to talk about the most. Maybe is I don't understand how eating bugs puts them under Marion's control when Marion. It's not even like her country or culture. It's the house. she's. Yeah, it's the house, but I don't understand how it's how it's the house. How does it benefit the house for them yeah, to be eating grasshoppers? Bugs. How does that make them more pos- possessable, right, and more hauntable? Because the bugs themselves the are not his control. Because the bugs are just bugs. I don't understand how they're like tiny little agents of the house. Because it would be one thing if like maybe the bugs were eating the house and then so the bugs have the house in them and then... But yeah, but like bugs don't eat houses unless they're termites termites. specifically, but they're not. They're like ants inside the wall. But the ants are being controlled by cordyceps. And the ants are outside sometimes. So it's not... And the ants are outside. So you've got the like 
everybody's favorite uh, actual villain, Cordyceps. <laughs> Love it. Just the, zombifying the ants. Okay, can I give a, maybe a guess? Uh-huh. This doesn't explain the house thing at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I think it does explain, I mean, and I, I think you probably get this too. Um, Marion hates the Vietnamese people. She keeps calling them parasites mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So then she's feeding them the bugs, which are also parasites. So she's like, that's her own private revenge. It does not explain Maybe. the house. It does not explain how it's controlling them. It does not explain pretty much anything else, but it pretty much is only gross. Yeah, that's, and I don't, and like the sleep paralysis doesn't really ever add up. And like yeah. the past they go into the story of Marion and Cam so little. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't care. I yeah. don't care enough about this. I, I need, like, I don't feel, whenever we're in a, a dream or a haunting part, I'm like, this is so lightly sketched out. Yeah. Well, because Cam, yeah, again, the, the sleep paralysis pretty much only serves to be Creepy. scary yeah um it doesn't tie into anything it doesn't like she doesn't find out oh when i thought i was frozen i was actually my i was doing this somewhere else or it's it's never anything like that like she does realize that she in a trance was feeding lily the bugs which <laughs> was creepy yeah except again i don't understand how like eating but i i understand if she was putting parasites in the food, but she was like, there's this they scene where she specifically describes feeding grasshoppers. And yeah, grasshoppers chopping up grasshoppers. Aren't, grasshoppers are in fact eaten in some parts of the world. Yeah. Also- So I don't get it. Because it really would be one thing if it were like she was only putting termites and silverfish in there. Because then, yeah. great, they're eating the house. Uh huh. And then, then you're and then eating the thing that eats. They're the house. embodying the house, and then sure. they're like doing the house's bidding. Like, okay, yeah. But that's never really. Also, all the bugs are explained. dying. So all the bugs yeah, in the, the windowsill. How's that dying? happening? Yeah. What What does the bugs dying have to do with anything? Is it just like everything dies when it encounters the house? It's just like a little slapdash, and I really. I think in a story like this, the past, the story of the past has to feel as lived in and immediate yeah. as the present because you're supposed to kind of feel like they're happening at the same time yeah. and like whatever is happening in the past is an ever present threat to the future. Yes. And it, it never not- felt that way. It was, and it was, and I think in her, attempt to tease out what had happened instead we just got like nothing yeah and i think also like having marion be able to take on the shape of cam muddied things and i don't know Mm -hmm. if it was in a good way because i liked the idea that like cam has her own thing going on where at first she's trying to save it but then every time she hangs out with her she says every time she which means to like play Mm -hmm. or like have a good time with her she realizes how lonely she was and wants to keep her so it's like these two separate i'm fine with that i'm fine with there being two separate ghosts that want two different things that's okay 
But like um, we didn't get enough of Cam. It's like I, I'm like, why were you so? At- why was Cam so attached to Jade? It's like to me, they barely spent any time together. Yeah, they had no connection. I felt no connection between the two of them. I was pretty surprised when she was like, "Oh, I wanted to keep you forever because I had so much fun." I was like, "Really?" Because like, it didn't seem like you guys really hung out that much. Yeah, and and then. Even more than that, I wanted to keep you forever because I am also gay and I'm in love with you. Yeah. I was like, I definitely didn't get that at all. And so to just like reveal it at the end feels like way too tidy. And And there were certain parts of her story that I thought were really interesting and that if we had spent more time with, like, for example, when she's like, my family didn't want to see me anymore after I was with him. Yeah. And I was like, instantly, I was like, girl, they're dead. Your family's fucking dead. Um, Whoa, I didn't even consider that. Oh, yeah. I was like, they're dead. Your family doesn't want to see you anymore after you marry this guy and, and you're being kept at the house all the time. Let's get real. They're fucking dead. And then when we find out, like when the husband, she's like, I want to see my family. He's like, I've tried. They don't want to talk to you. I was like, mm, shady. Mm-hmm. Why are you the one? And then when we find all the pictures of her dead family, I was like, yep. But had we... Because that I thought was so Wait. interesting. Yeah, her family was one of the dead villagers. Oh. Yeah, in the pictures. I did not get that. Yeah, in the like, you know, the ones in the fireplace or whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, I totally missed that. But see, like, like, had we... She introduced enough of Cam's backstory and Marion's story for me to want to know more and then didn't give me more. Yeah, I think I wanted more longing from Cam because had we, yeah, you know, I didn't feel that at all from her. Yeah, I and just then, felt like she was like she was honestly barely a character. Yeah, I didn't know what I, she was like. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, I think like there were and there were there was some cool creepy imagery right when she's oh, yeah. like when she's when we see Cam experiencing sleep paralysis, but she's covered in fucking mosquitoes. I was like, oh, that mm-hmm. is gnarly. That's cool. Um, I also thought like Marion's neck was cool. Like yeah, the her stretchy neck, being neck long creepiness. Yeah. That was cool. I thought it was, even though I agree with you that like when you find out Marion was Cam at points, it was like, well, then I don't know what the hell's been going on. Right. Um, but the scene where Jade reaches for oh, that was for cool. Cam's chest and it like yeah. caves in and then she turns into Marion and I was yeah. like, creepy. Yeah, that was cool. I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool. Um, there were uh, like, so I think like her strengths are like creepy imagery mm-hmm. or like gross imagery, like within the haunting stuff. Mm-hmm. I just really wanted every, and and I, not in a writerly way, but I wanted everything to matter and tie in like all of the details of. Yeah. Like, like I, I of Cam, like more of a mirroring past and present. Yeah, and I just yeah. didn't feel that way. I did feel like the horror of discovering the atrocities that these French people had enacted on these villagers was really like that was a really good gut punch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like yeah, that finding stuff, those photos of them like standing over their like dead bodies like. Yeah, or like, like holding their head, kill yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. 
Like I thought that was, and I, and I also thought that was like a really, cause there are a lot of fucking Vietnamese people that are Francophiles mm. and it's like, open your eyes to this. Oh, also another good icky part is when the dad pulls the worm out of his eye. Yes. And also here's another detail that I loved because she's so good at doing the family dynamics at the point where it's just an open secret between the dad and Jade. And mm-hmm. Jade's like, how's your zombie eye? And he's like, I think it's better. <laughs> 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 like I yeah, did I, like, the, I like. Yeah, I really, she's really strong at the the family relationships and the the emotional core. And I loved all the stuff between between Jade and her dad and Jade and Lily. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I, that was, so, it sort of, I, I identified with that. Like, even though I was the older daughter, I was the one always trying to like make mm-hmm. up with my dad mm-hmm. and make things okay with my dad. And my sister was always um, more resentful of him and less willing to, mm-hmm. to like play nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that she was like rude, but she was just like so emotionally like removed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um until like the end when I turned more on him and then yeah and then yeah when 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 her dad goes like like steps in front of the fire and then goes back in the house yeah uh, and then really even that, that moment too when he steps in front of the fire but then immediately regrets it you know mm-hmm. where it's like that it, the nuance with the dad was so good yeah because it's like there were so many things it's like okay this is the reason for why he's so terrible but he's using it as an excuse mm-hmm. and he like he loves her he wants her approval but he wants to control her mm-hmm. and all of that shit with her still comes second to his obsession with fixing his own family shit mm-hmm. with his and siblings lo- the stuff with his siblings i really felt for him when yeah when it came out that like like the mom could only get one of them on the boat to the Philippines, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so she puts him, the youngest, on the boat with with his uncle. And then all of the siblings just resent him for it forever. But he was a mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. He had no choice. And then, like, they all blame him for, like, not getting back in time to, to be there for when the she mom. died. Yeah. And he, he goes back for the funeral and he's just, like torn up about it and I thought all of that stuff was so good and heartbreaking when that stuff rang so true to like the Vietnamese family dynamic um it felt like because I've you know shared with you I don't know if I've shared I think I've shared on the podcast like my mom when she was little and this is even worse I think but so when my mom was little and they were all living in Vietnam. My grandpa got sick and they're like, well, the Zodiac doesn't line up. So like my mom's Zodiac is like counter to my grandpa and that's why he's sick. So we need to get rid of her. Whoa. Yeah. So they sent her to go live with her grandparents who were really not good to her. Really, really, really like abusive and not, not very kind and she went to french school and so that's kind of how my grandparents 
looked at it was like they were like well we're giving it's actually better for her because she's going to french school mm -hmm. um so she went to french school it really and, was like just another abandonment yes and when she came back her all of her siblings banded together and they would be like you think you're better than us because you went to french school and we didn't man and it's like she didn't even she was being punished and then was iced out of her own family and so it's always kind of been like them versus her and it's kind of why like her whole life she was chasing this thing of like i need my parents to tell me that i did okay and so she would you know make all of us go to my grandparents house every weekend every weekend we stayed at my grandparents house and they lived with us they raised me until i was four and while my parents worked and then when my mom got pregnant with my sister they moved and this is the other thing so they lived with us okay they mm -hmm. didn't have to pay they lived with us but then my mom's siblings are like you got free childcare for four years jeez so shit like that and like just no winning there's just no winning and i think that's why my mom has this complex of like everyone's against me because her entire family life everyone was against her and they are just so it is so shocking to me how just entrenched in their own family bullshit they all are yeah and it's very my sister and i were talking about it with my mom because my mom she might have outdated ideas here and there but like she will like when she learns new information she will adjust and like even like as far back as like the 70s when she came here her best friend um was a gay woman uh she's dead now but um mm. and they were like best friends and like they were roommates and they went to um like they would get each other jobs and stuff and her brother would be like you know you should be careful because she might try and turn you and my mom was like what are you talking about jesus like so shit like that like so the, the the other three siblings like they're all very like they're just so entrenched in their drama like all the time like there's always some new fucking drama about these perceived slights and my mom will be telling me about this and i'm like you just need to stop talking to those people because they only are mean to you yeah it's just toxic they're so toxic but so that shit with the dad and the siblings i was like that is exactly kind of like what happened to my mom yeah of like they blamed her for shit that the parents did to her yeah and so that felt and and then his subsequent just always chasing their approval he did all of that to show his siblings and it's like my mom did so much to show her siblings and her parents like i'm stepping up i am doing something and like for example so we took when when my grandparents um my 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 mom would have us go there every weekend and my dad would like fix their vcr fix their ac do all this stuff like we were always there we were always taking care of them and my mom's brother is a doctor so he was the everyone's like oh he's so successful he's the best one and he would he had an extra house so he let them live in that house for free um and so everyone was like viet is the best son he's the best kid because he let them live in the house for free but he didn't have to do anything 
Whereas like we were there every weekend taking care of them and no one acknowledges what my mom did for my grandparents. That sucks. And to a point where his fucking wife would come over and be like, why do you have the AC on so low? You're wasting our money. Turn it, turn it, like don't put it on so high. Like shit like that. Like she would be like, why is the heater on? Like shit like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they were not even nice to my grandparents and yet everyone's like, Oh, you were you were so generous and so loving and so it is like oh it is crazy. It is like seeing unreality. Yeah. When it's like, I don't what are you talking about? But yeah, it 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 rang really true and it really made me feel for my mom and it made me feel for that dad. And I was still angry at him, right? Because yeah, it's, it's like, like it doesn't really make what he did okay. It's just like at least I understand. Yeah. Like, I get what you're trying to do, but like, yeah, stop. But, but also don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop fucking doing that. We, we've we been on such a tear of reading generational trauma. It's true. Yes. <laughs> stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so it, I felt like the family dynamic stuff, the Vietnamese family stuff, the, like, all of that rang so fucking true. It was really good. Mm -hmm. And the sibling stuff between Lily and Oh, it Jade. was so cute. Yeah. I loved it. Mm -hmm. um, oh, the one line that she says where she's like, Vietnamese parents don't apologize. So true. Yeah. So true. And the closest you will get, and it's exactly that, which is what when he says, I shouldn't have read your diary. He doesn't say, I'm sorry. He doesn't yeah. say, he's just like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like that shit, like that is the closest you will get. My mom would be like, I shouldn't have done that. And that's it. She will not say, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. So true. So true. Um, I also, uh, I, the, the story she tells Florence about, like, I forget, I forget what she was trying to do. She was trying to do something and the dad just slaps her. Oh, yeah. What was that? Get now. It's like she was trying to, like, do something in the house. Like get something off the ceiling, or I don't remember. Um, I don't know why I can't remember. But like, yeah, she's she's like attempting to do something as like a little kid, and the dad just comes in and like slaps her across the face. Mm -hmm. That rings true too. And she was like, "It's fine. I'm fine. It was nothing. I'm fine." And yeah, it's like this sounds like a Kelly story. Yes. Yeah, getting slapped in the face in a Macy's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yep. the dad, or she like. She cuts herself when she is trying oh, yeah. to, she, she like, she gets there, the windows in her room won't open. She tells the dad, the dad is like, all it's hot as of shit it. in the she house. doesn't ever. And so she takes like a giant chef's knife mm -hmm. to the windows and, and cuts her palm in the process. And she's like freaked and crying because the reason she cuts her palm is because like haunting things were happening. Yeah. A ghost is smiling at her in the fucking yeah. reflection of the. And so she cuts herself and she's like crying and he's like, don't just stand there crying. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. To my mother's credit, she would not have done that. <laughs> she would have been like, oh my God. Let me <laughs> <laughs> um, but that does seem like an Asian dad type of thing. Granted, I did not have an Asian dad, but I observed many Asian dads <laughs> in my family. And that does feel like a, come on, um, you're just going to cry? Yeah, that was kind of like, my dad never said anything like that to me, but he he did sort of have the like 
tears are female manipulation yeah attitude um kind of like a well here we go yeah okay and it's like no i cut my fucking hand open because there's a fucking ghost in this house dad yeah like i don't if if i'd cut myself he wouldn't have had that attitude but i think if he did something that made you cry yeah 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 especially if it was because of him yes (laughs) he would like deny the reality of it because it's like well why are you making me feel uh like i did something wrong bad yeah it's like what how come you're being the consequences yeah (laughs) huh um Uh, here come the consequences of my own actions in tear mm -hmm. form Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was it it's one of those things where it did i totally understood though the that thing of like no matter what even if you're like you know what i've intellectualized my relationship with you you cannot hurt me Mm -hmm. but then there is always that little kid inside of you that's like but but all i want is for you to tell me i did okay yeah and that felt so evident in every character of this book like her her dad her sister Mm -hmm. it it's like it's all they want from each other which is like so sad they just want it's like he wanted to go back to Vietnam and he wanted her to tell him to go, but he also wanted her to tell him not to go. To stay. And mm-hmm. then she wanted him to choose to stay even if she was telling him to go. It's just like it, everybody wants their freedom, but they want the other person to fight for them. Yeah, it feels very much, and I've gotten that instinct before, and it's a very difficult instinct to fight off, but it's mm-hmm. that thing of, I'm going to push you away so that you show me, yep. show me that you. Yeah, I'm I'm giving you an out, not because I want you to go, but because I want you to fight to stay. I want yeah. you to tell me how wrong I am Yeah, about needing an out. Right. Because I can't tell myself I'm wrong because I'm crazy. Yep. Yeah. So you have to tell me I'm wrong. So I'm going to hurt you. But I need you to say, I'm going to stay no matter, even if you hurt me. Yeah, it's like, yeah, nothing you do could make me want to go. And I think that is, that is the result of growing up with love that is conditional. Mm -hmm. Um, You're always looking for somebody to like prove that there's nothing you can do. Yeah. To take it away. Right. Yep. And the problem is. Yep. They shouldn't have to fucking do that. (laughs) No. They shouldn't have to do that. You should not be hurting somebody to have them tell you, you know what? You can just, you can just put all your shit on me. Cause guess what? You shouldn't be treating them that way, but it is an instinct and, and, and it's a hard one to get around. And all of these characters are doing it except for poor Lily. I know Lily's just Lily. always just fighting for exactly what she wants. Cause she's Lily 13. reminded me of my sister so much. I was like, Oh my God. Oh, I did love this detail. I did love this detail. The reveal that she had not been holding hands with her sister. <gasps> yes. That was cool. That, that, that was, was really. Cam- yeah, that was very cool and creepy. I was like, ew. <laughs> but then even then it was like, well, I wish we'd gotten more detail about the hand holding or, or more mm-hmm. detail about what was actually happening then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also, oh, and the reveal that that her dad knew it was haunted and was being possessed himself yeah i i didn't see that coming actually i didn't either and i think it's a cool i think that's a really cool detail because also he's like i'm 
um, I'm getting this house back for our family because we were wronged. But also he's being manipulated by the same fucking woman mm -hmm. that manip that like basically owned his family. Mm-hmm. So it's just like generational trauma. Yep. Yep. By literally the same woman. Yep. And yeah. then that that like she was also controlling Cam. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I d I liked the reveal that Cam murdered her husband. Yeah, me too. Um, I would have liked it to be sort of clearer what happened and what that meant, mm -hmm. though, because it, it ultimately it just meant like, oh, she was like desperate. It didn't seem to have any bearing on the present. Mm -hmm. It was just not like, really. Guess not what? Really. She killed him, and it's like, ooh, cool. Yeah, but and like, it's like, they, oh, it she's kind of scary. That she, yeah, it didn't mean, it didn't seem to mean anything for Cam's fate. No, not Or really. the house. It just like, yeah, it didn't seem to have any consequences. Yeah. Apart from like, oh, turns out Cam is capable of things that you didn't know. But I, yeah. we didn't know Cam, so. Yeah. Yeah. I also liked there were certain moments that were like deliciously frustrating and I saw the setup for them and I was like, this is good. So when she's like, oh, my dad doesn't believe in the hauntings. So I'm going to like do hauntings to make my dad like believe me, believe me. But then of course it then comes out that he's like, he accuses her of trying to sabotage everything in front of Lily, which then proves to Lily that like, she's the one manipulating everything. And I, I did like that she had kind of set up her own demise there and it was very frustrating. I was like, oh, of course, like they're now they're for sure not going to believe you because they found out that you were faking everything. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, that isn't. I know. And it's like, yes, I did That's, do a haunting, yeah, but this isn't the very one. Frustrating. It's like I, I did the haunting not to like scare you or make fun of you, but to like get everybody to believe me. Yeah. It's like but that it thing. Of, um, I was it wasn't like to hurt you. Yeah. It's like that thing of um, like those like Sasquatch people that like believe and they're like, okay, but like to get people to believe, yeah. you need to fake some stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like the ends justify the means. Yeah. Like we just have to get people to see. Mm -hmm. Um, I did like how crazy she was going because mm -hmm. I would be crazy if I was in that house. And I did think that the house I liked. Oh, another detail I liked was that like, the house was so beautiful and there were the different themed rooms that they made up yeah, and that, that there cool. a sixth one kept coming on the list and it was the dad putting it in there. I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. I liked Florence a lot. I really liked I her and too. Florence. Their little courtship was really cute. I, I liked how when she first meets Florence, she's like, fuck, I'm not going to get to know her. Yeah. But Florence doesn't let her not and like keeps flirting yeah, with her. keeps fighting for her and mm -hmm. like comes to help and... Mm -hmm. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. Because that's the thing. And and I think that's the lesson that I feel like a lot of people in these generational trauma stories keep thinking is I'm alone and nobody wants me. And people prove to them. Florence and her mom prove mm -hmm. like, no, I will come. I love you. I will be there. And like I will the fight. The thing she you. wants her dad to do. It's like, well, but the people who you knew about yeah. already will do it. Yeah. It's like, exactly. I liked, I liked when she was like, here we are acting like we're in some like Laura Jean book. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. And um, 
yeah, I liked that she was like doing these little emojis at her and like it, it was just really it was very cute courtship. Um uh yeah, I, I that that thing that you brought up is really interesting of like that she was trying to get from her dad what everyone else around her is trying to show her. Yeah. And I think that's such a good way to look at things like I think we've all been there, right? You're like trying like to get the love that you already yeah. have. It's yeah. all around you. <laughs> love that really person is all around, all around you. Um, <laughs> but like that person's not going to show it to you in that way. You can't get it from yeah, them. Yeah, they're not capable of doing it. Like you can't, it's not in their nature. And it's so funny too, because like what she's doing is like, she's ascribing her dad's inability to give her that to everyone. But she's mm -hmm. determined. So she's like, everyone's like that. Yeah, but she's determined Except, like not to see it in everybody yeah, else. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, but my dad, maybe I'll get it from him. So it's like you're saying everyone else is unchangeable, just like my dad, except my dad, I can change. Yeah. It's like, don't you see? Like, you, you, you <laughs> like, can't. Oh, boy. Oh, girl. Jade. Girl, been there. Been, been there. there. I was like, you know what? I live there. I'll, We've been there. I'm going to cut you some slack because you are 17. <laughs> yes. Definitely. So like, I get it. I get it. I get. And I loved how was angry I doing she that was. Exact same thing at 17. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. And her anger felt so real. Like she's just so fucking angry at everybody. And it felt so teenage, like mm -hmm. real, like where you're just like, well, fuck you. And it's like, yes, the world has been cruel to you. The world has been cruel to you. But there is kindness there. You're just not looking for it. You're turning off. You're like blocking it off. Oh, I thought, yeah, I, I thought the story with her best friend Hallie was like, I wanted more yeah. of a of a like conclusion. Like a, and I know that like that's sort of not how real life works, but I wanted it from the book that there was more of a conclusion between her and her friend. So like she has this best friend back home and like after graduation to like show everybody even though nobody's asking for this <laughs> to like show I everyone know. how very straight she is she she makes out with her friend's longtime crush yeah um and also she she's like pansexual she's not even just gay so it's like she could just be like leaning into that aspect of herself but she she's just like so afraid she's so afraid of I know. And what she's think. not even interested in this guy. And it's guy. her dad's fault. It's her dad's I know. fault. I know. Because and she's like, the diary. she's so obsessed with feeling wanted as well. And I did like that too, where she's like, I just wanted to feel desired. And so I, I was desiring the desire and that's why I hooked up with him. Mm -hmm. So that too, where she's like, honestly, I felt nothing. But yeah. <laughs> uh, it is a thrill to feel desired. And Two birds, one stone. Everyone's going to think I'm so straight. Yeah. Oh, I loved that. Um, there was that section talking about being a girl. Yeah. Where? Oh, here. I want to read the part where he finds the diary real quick. Oh, I hated this part. It was so heartbreaking. Um, so it's, we get it when she, she finds his journals, his notebooks. Yep. It isn't a journal. I'm sure of that since Ba taught me when I was seven that it was naive to keep my secrets where people could read them. The lock on my dollar store diary had broken easily in his big hands. Stella is so pretty. Oh, and I love the misspelling of her when yeah. she was little. Stella is so pretty. I wish she was my friend. I like her so much. 
stop it. My voice is firm against the memory, but it's too much. There's something about this house and its cloying perfume that draws every unwanted thing from me. Who's Stella? He asked, voice edged in something dark. It doesn't matter how I answer. Girls like boys, you understand? That's it. You're too little to know, except I wasn't. Yeah. Ugh, I just got like sad goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Sad bumps. Sad bumps. I mean, it's and that too, like the fact that he breaks open the lock on her little, like her little sad child attempt at privacy. That's like, I don't know. That was really heartbreaking. There's something animal, and this is um about Cam, who um, appears, I think she initially appears like basically naked, but in a robe. Right. Um, oh, and this is in the creepy section where she turns into Marion. Ah! Mm-hmm. Uh, come here, Cam says, mouth soft. There's something animal in the way I want her. Chest as fragile as an overfull teacup. I still don't know her very well, but like a dream, she's every girl I ever wanted and was afraid of. They teach us boys want and girls are the ones who are wanted. But what about people like me quietly burning in want and to be wanted? Yeah. Kind of the shame of female desire kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm. Bright with moonlight, she gestures for me. Even in the hydrangeas out, even the hydrangeas outside reach in for her, searching for any tiny crack in the window's glass. Bring me your heart, she says. Marcus had touched me like he was sure, and I want to return that favor for someone else. And why can't it be her? She's a ghost, and this is a world of no consequences. I can pretend we have choices. Mm-hmm. And then it goes creepy. And then it's creepy because uh, that's Marion. Marion. <laughs> that's fucking Marion. Um, I think we do need to talk about the... So there were certain details about the white investors that I liked. And then... I, I just mm-hmm. wanted more of them, I yeah. guess. I, I wanted... I just, yeah, I wanted them to be a fuller part of the story. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I thought they were bad. A bad... I, I thought they were a great addition, actually. I just didn't yeah, think they I were fully utilized. Yeah, I, I wanted more. I, I loved that they were like, like, oh my God, when she's like lecturing about the history, when Alma mm-hmm. is lecturing about the history because she has studied a very pretty name for fucking colonialization, which is, it's like Indochina. French Indochina. Yeah. I think. Um, And so she's like a linguist or whatever. And she's like, oh, the house is so special. Like, this is why we wanted to uh, There's such a history here. Such a history. Um, The, the, like... The woman of the house. Yeah, the woman of the house who was, like, she was no mere wife to the the colonel who, like, whatever military leader Mm -hmm. encamped here. Um, Like, she was known as, like, the the lady of many languages or something like that. And she was like, oh, my God, she was so smart. And she was so this and she was so that. It was like, ma'am, who the fuck do you think you're talking to right now? Like, know your audience. Like, I, I I, I highlighted this part. It's just this quick jade thought. This woman has her PhD in colonization and I'm supposed to mindlessly defer to her. Yes. Like she doesn't even realize that that is what her PhD is in. Colonization. Colonizers. You you are romanticizing people like murderers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. It's like people that get married in plantation at plantation. Yes. That's exactly what it's like. It's like, hello. Yeah, it's but like, she's, so this older couple that's investing and allowing, enabling Ba to revitalize the home is is 
uh, Alma and Thomas. And I didn't realize they were older until the end. Me neither. When she's fighting her and it was like, she's like beating the shit out of a senior citizen. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I was like, oh, I did not know she was old. I yeah. thought they were like 40s, 50s, maybe. I yeah. didn't realize they were like 70. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize they were retired. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just like her talking about how beautiful the French influence was to these Vietnamese people, which the thing is, some Vietnamese people would be like, yes. Well, it's one thing for like a Vietnamese person to say that. It's like, I know. Another for you, a like, even more of an outsider. Yeah. Oh, and then remember when sh- uh, they want to name it, like, what? what is the name of the house again? Yeah. Yeah, Hua. Hua. And she's like, um, that's impossible to pronounce. Like, what about this super long name? I was like, what? <laughs> and it's like in English, of course. It was like House of the Many Studied Pines or like whatever yeah. it was. It wasn't that at all. But, but it's like, so long. Why are like House of the Fairy... Mm-hmm. Like, get yeah. the fuck out with your long name. Because <laughs> um, Yahua just means flower house. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, call it flower Great. house. <laughs> Love it. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, it was just... And it's not that hard to say. <laughs> no, really not. And it's two syllables. Yeah. So really not... Actually, very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's a description of the house a, a little bit. Um... Oh, I liked this just before I get to that. I wiped sweat off my forehead, side-eyeing the windows Ba had promised to fix and didn't. A few more bugs lie dead on the sill over the desk, despite my cleaning it yesterday. Nice to have a visual of my ideal temperament, dead inside and unbothered. Yeah. (laughs) And I did like that windows thing as like a really good metaphor for how the dad is treating his life and his family too. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, your daughter's literally telling you, this is the thing that will help me. And you're like, but what if I do all these other things to help her? Yeah. What if I do this long, long checklist of things? Yeah. What if I like regrout the kitchen tile? It's like, okay, but she's telling you the windows. That's it. Windows. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing like the house doesn't want the windows to be open. No, because it wants to keep everything in. Um, It says the decor hints at opulence, but suffers a muted glamour. So she's talking about getting the website ready so i use words like old world charm and hidden treasure in my notes (laughs) app each piece of furniture has been polished to a gleam yet tiny scratches relay their imperfections the restored chairs still bear the curve to someone's pert vintage ass on the cushion (laughs) pert vintage ass so (laughs) funny such a funny phrasing the french countryside room is a frothy cream with twin beds and linen sheets my palms press into the deep cuts on the door frame where someone long ago recorded their children's height they must have planned to stay here forever In Lily's room, Paris at night, everything is romantic and moody. A star chandelier sways above the bed, a combination of glass and metal spikes that she seriously shouldn't be sleeping under. (laughs) Across to her window, which overlooks the back of the house, while Ba directs the renovation crew laying out stakes and soil for a patio, Lily tends to the vegetable garden. It's not as big as the hydrangeas. How do you say that word? Hydrangeas. Hydrangeas, okay. But the growth is hefty and green. How does he even have the time to care for all this? I don't stay long before going to Ba's room. This is probably what I'd planned all along in my secretive heart. The one that hides thoughts from me and simply wants instead. Mm-hmm. Right oh, I loved the detail of the dad. It turns out that all the renovations he's been doing are shit. And like, it's just purely cosmetic and there's no way it could pass muster. And so he's like bribed the inspectors. Mm-hmm. And I, I really loved that 
detail of like that's so exactly what he just wants the appearance of everyone just be happy yeah he's just trying to smooth things over as quickly as possible without addressing the underlying rot yeah and it's like literally full of bugs i did think that was cool like the image again the imagery is great like when she peels off the wallpaper and there's like fucking ants mm-hmm. fungus ants just spilling out that's like gross um and the ew the bug in lily's head i was like sick that shit was gross yeah that was really gross that was like Grady hendrix gross yes and i love the detail too of her being like um just sit still yeah she's like what is it it's fine i'm gonna get it <laughs> wait Lindsay, have you seen and i won't have you watch it on the podcast but i do want you to watch it have you um seen the video of the of the like everyone's saying like this is a great coming of age drama yes yes i have I've watched that thing like 60 times. It's so fucking cute. It's so cute. It's like Little Women when she like they burns her hair. Women. It is like Little Women. Yeah. I love yep. the moment when the littlest one comes in and she's like, you're in trouble. And they're all like, shut up. Shut yeah. up. I thought it was very cute. People don't know what we're talking about. There's a video of uh, a teenage girl starting a TikTok about like her skincare routine or like what she bought that day or something get unready with me yeah that's, that's what, what it is, is. um so and then cute. her sisters start coming in and causing absolute chaos like one comes in to get a pair of scissors the next thing you know another comes in and is like she cut my hair into bangs and they look terrible and so the older one has to like calm everybody down and try to like cut her cut her sister's bangs into being better because picture day is the next day and it's like this whole plot it's, and they're like uh, trying not to be loud because like but they keep freaking out the mom is gonna come up and discover them but like when she's like the mo- the moment that rings so true to me is when the oldest sister is like close my door now <laughs> like that before the youngest one can get in and then like you hear the door open it's like what are you doing you're gonna get in trouble <laughs> so cute she's like stop i'll give you a cookie yeah like both simultaneously threatening and bribing yeah like just jumping on each other and like also the argument too like when she comes in she's like she cut my hair and she's like well you told me to cut it there she's like no i said here it's just very it's very uh very um, relatable yes yes yeah it's really sweet when you're just like conspiring even if you're at odds the bigger enemy is the parents finding out. Yeah. So you're like, you're like okay. Because <laughs> then oh like God. somehow everybody gets in trouble. Yeah. Because you know that like even if the older sister had no idea what was going on, the mom would have been like, why weren't you watching your sisters? <laughs> <laughs> there was, uh, I was talking um, to this like uh, older person about when she was a kid because um, we had watched that video and she was like, oh, I remember a moment when she and her sister who were only like 17 months apart they would fight all the time um and like there were like two times that she told me like once was like her sister like took this they were fighting and then her sister took this like piece of wood and like threw it at her so she threw um a coke bottle at her sister but then it like actually hit her head and Mm. cut it and then so they were like oh no and like they were trying to like 
fix it before the mom <laughs> came home and like then there was another time they had a calendar and her sister like put a candle under it and she's like you shouldn't do that it's gonna burn and she's like shut up i know what i'm doing and then it did catch on fire <laughs> and then so they put it out but then the entire wall was black so they had to find something to hang like over it it's very cute like or it's like in those moments you're like okay actually we are both going to be really fucked so we need to yeah this. we need to band together even <laughs> though uh we were enemies moments ago <laughs> yes but we will both get in a lot of trouble so let's just uh find something mm -hmm. very cute very cute like when you're playing in the house and one of you like <sighs> knocks over a lamp or something and it's like <gasps> that is it the cannot worst. be discovered we were playing with the ball in the house yes yes and it's like how do we fix this uh, yeah, I remember me and my sister were like chasing each other in a department store and my sister fell down and hit her head on the bottom of a oh no yeah like the racks and you know how they're like sharp mm -hmm. and it started bleeding and we were like oh. so we were like trying to like cover it and we're like okay just like I think I like gave her a hat or something and then <laughs> like later that night it was still oozing blood and we were like oh i guess we gotta tell mom <laughs> oh, so we tell and we were on vacation too so we're in this hotel room oh, and no. we were like mom and she was like what happened and we're like nothing and then we had to take her and she had to get her head stapled closed oh no like, but i remember we were like maybe it'll just stop <laughs> and it did not <laughs> it was like hours later <laughs> the things you get up to when you're a kid Indeed. Um, I remember my my grandmother, um, uh, my dad's side. I think I probably have told this story, but she. So they lived um, next to, I believe, the Missouri River. I believe it goes there. Hold on, I out of curiosity. Yes, it does. So, um, it's quite large, and um, it over it there is a like railroad trestles so mm -hmm. it is pretty long and like we were in the car with my grandma and my uncle and my dad and they were talking about how when they were kids they would ride their bikes over the trestle but it's like very high above the river so if a train comes like you have nowhere to go you have to try to outrun a train oh god and they would do it like every day and they were just talking about it. And my grandma was like, wait. And we were driving by it at the time. And my grandma was like, that over there? And she was like 90 at the time. And my dad and his brothers were like 50 or something. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. And she was like, I really wish you didn't tell me that. <laughs> I really wish I didn't know that you did that every day. <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Really, uh, really scary. Um. um Back to the book. Back to the book. Okay, so she comes to the house. So, like, just to kind of get back to the summary that you were doing. So she comes to the house. She doesn't like her dad. She doesn't want to work with Florence, even though Florence hot, hot, hot. Or Florence. Oh yeah. Hot, There's hot, like hot. in the beginning, she's like looking at the website. She's like thinking that what she can do is just uh, write a bunch of copy and send it to Florence. To Tr translate and then she like realizes that Florence like actually really knows what she's doing and Florence yeah. had offered to help and she's like no thanks she sent her a text that was just like no and then THX mm -hmm. and she's like wow the confidence that I must have been feeling in <laughs> uh, like shutting down the hot girl I know but of course Florence is like I'm gonna keep texting you 
And yeah, Florence is she, funny. Florence was funny. And then she like is like, oh, I'm going to send back like a mean selfie. But like, of course, it's flirty. She sends her this like flirty selfie back. And Florence like comments on it. And mm-hmm. they're just, it's very cute. Um, and there's like this, she only counts five bedrooms, but there keeps being like this listing for the sixth bedroom. And she's like, why does Florence keep putting that there? Um, then um, she's like annoyed with her dad. He's cooking these delicious meals. She's like, this is weird. My dad usually doesn't cook, but whatever. Who knows? I haven't seen him for a long time. Whatever. Um, scary things are happening at the house. She's like, I'm seeing a lady. There's bugs everywhere. It's very hot in the house. Uh, she tries to tell her dad and he's like, shut up. You don't see ghosts. <laughs> oh, I also thought the the fishing trip with him was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she goes on a fishing trip with him and he like tries to act like everything's normal. And, and she's it like, does kind of like remind her what she like lo- used to love about him. Yes. She, he, it's still her dad. She does love him. Yeah. You can st- you still love your parents even if they hurt you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really identified with this yeah. relationship. <laughs> and then she he like tries to be too normal about it. And she's like, you don't get to do that. Like you left us. And then she remembers how he asked her if he could leave when she was fucking 13. She said, go ahead. And he was like, okay, and does. I can't believe he left his fucking family and and can so securely blame it all on his 13-year-old daughter. I know. He is really telling himself a story there. I was <laughs> like, you tell the mom that, and she's going to know. She's going to know that you're full of shit. It's just a way that he, like, tortures her over it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's and so awful. When they even tell Lily, Lily's not mad that it happened. She's just mad because she's like, why didn't you tell me? Which I was like, yeah, I mean, she's mad. <laughs> but she's not mad for the reason you think, Jade. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, she keeps having these crazy dreams. She can't move. She has sleep paralysis. She's seeing Cam. She's seeing uh, Marion. Um, she hears this, sca- she finds this attic. She hears like knocking in the chimney in the attic. Oh, that was creepy when she sees just Lily's legs hanging out of the attic. Or out of, the oh, chimney. out of the chimney. Yeah, that was so... I was like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, no, Lily. <laughs> um, How does it... Um, What do you mean? What are you... Where are you leaving off? What do you, uh, what do you think happens next? So, I mean, just like vaguely. So like... Oh, okay. So she like... Things keep happening in the house. Like she finds... She hears a thumping in the wall and she goes and she searches it out and finds this attic that the dad's been the dad didn't tell them about and like that's she can like kind of tell that's going to be the sixth room and she goes to the thumping and finds these photographs of uh these people oh i think maybe something else has happened before that yeah so she, so first, she has oh, a plan Florence to yeah Florence she has a plan her. to like do the haunting and so they do things like florence gets a bunch of little bluetooth speakers to like have music play which mm-hmm. I was like, Florence, I don't know why you thought that that would come out at, off as like a real haunting. No. Like and that's also, just music playing. Um, it's very easily found out as well. Yeah. 
but whatever I, they're, they're teenagers haunting it's yeah. fine they get blue they also get like bluetooth light bulbs that you can change the colors of i was like we're stuck on bluetooth devices kids yes. this is not going to cut it but and i mean for to it's fine. They're teenagers. They're teenagers, and uh, it also it works in the moment, but later it's found out. So, yeah, it makes and, sense. Yes, and um, and then at some point they have like Alma and Thomas over, and that's when they like try the haunting stuff, and then Marion like ups the haunting factor mm-hmm. in ways that Jade and Florence did not plan, mm-hmm. and her dad gets really mad, and um. And then later that night, she finds him digging at the hydrangea bush, which all the the flowers had gone from white to red. No, the leaves. Or the leaves had? Yeah, the leaves oh, are that's... red because uh, it shows that there's like something wrong with their soil, that they turn oh, red. okay. And, yeah. um, and when she gets there, he's like possessed, got like maggots in his eye, and he's digging up skulls. <laughs> And he's like, we have to put these skulls in the forest. And she's like, dad. She's like, and he's, he's like, like, my dream told me they were here. And she's like, you have dreams too. And he's like, yeah, what of it? Yeah. And she's like, and he keeps saying like, she's saying it's perfect. And she's like, oh my God, you are possessed. Bye, <laughs> Marion. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Let's just keep working on this. And she's like, okay. Oh yeah. And he pulls the worm out of his eye and eats it. That was gross. Yeah. And that's when she knows like, oh. Fucked, and that's the reason he was ignoring the haunting. Yes. Yep. And she's like, and then also she realizes, like, oh, he's been putting bugs in our food. And that's why Cam has been telling her not to eat anything. Yeah. Which I guess it somehow makes her more susceptible to Marion's control. We don't know how, but it does. Um, so then they bury the skulls in the woods, which the skulls are what? They're Vietnamese people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the it's the then it's the people in the photographs that she finds later. I see, I see. Okay, yeah, I believe. And then, um, oh, and then so so then she's like, okay, Dad, I'll help you. And so he thinks she's complicit and or compliant, and she's like, and so does the house. She like tells the house, I can be your new vessel because like I understand you. And the house is like, yay, I. Was so proud of her for this. Me too. I was Me like, too. yes, that's how you do it. Yes. We've always said. Mm-hmm. We have always said. You have to play along. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, house, I love the creepy thing you you're doing. so pretty. You're, you're such a pretty house. so pretty. I, I have to tell everyone, everyone. to know about you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, tell me more about yourself, house. Yes. <laughs> so smart. And then when they have the investor party, she's like, I have the website ready. But instead, it's just like, this house is the death of many people, and it ruined, uh, it's very, like, evil place. Uh, uh, colonization, colonization, death, death, death. Here are the names of the dead. Yeah. And then Here the dad's the like, oh, my God, it's because she's jealous because it's her birthday, and she wants her own birthday party. LOL, LOL. <laughs> and everybody's like, okay, and they leave. And I was like, dad. Not as smart as Jade. No. Because the thing he actually should have done was play this off as like, yeah, it's a haunted hotel. Don't you want to stay here? Here's yeah. its creepy backstory. And then people mm-hmm. would have been all about it. Yes. Yes. He did but not instead, play along. He should have played along. Yeah, he did not play along. He didn't do what she did. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if everyone was just playing along with everything? <laughs> just 
constant. You got a yes hint. You got a yes yeah. hint in the haunting. Everyone's like, oh my God, I love oh it. God, yes, love it. I love that for us. Oh my God, slay. Um, <laughs> slay house. <laughs> uh, so then the house is mad because it's like you chased away everybody that I wanted to eat. It's like you made me think that was going to be good to tell all my stories. And instead, now no one's here. Mm-hmm. And then um, everyone gets super possessed. She learns that Cam actually started out with like trying to scare her away, but then was like, actually, the more we like hung out and had a good time together, um, I really, I was really lonely and I didn't realize it. And I love you. And you're going to stay here with me forever. And Marion is just like, I'm evil. And <laughs> they're like, now we have to feed you to the house or something oh. like that. Oh, an important thing that happens somewhere in the middle is she is like uh, wandering around, happens on Alma and Thomas's house. Oh, yeah. Goes inside, talks to them for a little bit, and is like, oh, this is Lily's brush from her room, the like antique brush. And Thomas is like, oh, yeah. And Thomas is like classic, like, beta. Colonizer cuck feminist colonizer oh, yeah. mm -hmm. guy um and he's like oh my god yeah for alma's birthday i just like i knew that she like wanted it and so i like i asked lily for it but don't worry i paid her what was fair because like she wouldn't have been able to like get that much for it anyway and she's like it's just like you dealt with a child so yeah. fuck you and also she's I like no sentimental value my dad yeah i know you went behind my dad's back and got a little child's brush away from her yeah um and and she leaves and then later on, on another night she like wakes up feet covered in dirt brushes in the room she's like what did i do last night and then her dad is like oh alma and thomas had an accident they swerved to miss someone in the road and like thomas is in critical con condition and she's like was that me? And she <laughs> goes and she finds her like basically her footprints in the in the woods on the way to their house. And she like seems she's like getting wisps of memories of like seeing like headlights bearing down on her and then veering off. And she's like, I think I caused a car. Yeah. <laughs> and then so so this whole night happens and she's like. I'm getting out of here. And all of a sudden, senior citizen Alma shows up and is like, you killed my husband, you bitch. And it just like hits her with a plank. And I was like, okay. <laughs> this is fun, but a little out of left field. I feel like Alma and Thomas were kind of underutilized. I wasn't getting this like menacing behavior behind Alma before, but all of a sudden she's like ready to murder it. She's like, you wanted my husband. You were showing off your hot little teenage body to him. And she's like, what are you talking about? Um, so that's crazy. I, I did like a de that detail that like at the beginning of the book, um, she's talking to Florence and Florence is like, yeah, this whole area is kind of weird. Like there's stories of like a, a woman who stands in the middle of the street that like causes people to crash. And then she was that woman later in the book. And it's kind of like. Interesting. How like many. Thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Because then she even makes a comment about it where she's like. It's always a woman that's causing this problem. Yeah. It's always a girl who's trouble. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and it, the real root of the story is always that that girl is being victimized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, look what you turned me into. Yeah. You know, I have no choice but to try and like do this. Um, but yeah, so Alma like starts trying to beat the shit out of her <laughs> and she's fighting her. She does, um, she does defeat her momentarily. She runs in the house. Her dad's like, dinner time. Dinner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Lily's like a little zombie too, which by the way, rewind the tape. She pulls a maggot out of her head. So Lily's like, she's like, well, let me do your hair. And Lily's like, okay. And she's like, oh, I actually have a really tender spot on my head. And she's like, oh, let me see. She sees something moving in there. She pulls out the maggot or larva, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, it's creepy, creepy, creepy. Very gross, very disgusting, very creepy. Um, but anyway, so Lily's like indoctrinated now too. She's like, we have to get it ready. We have to get it ready. Dinner's happening. So they, and then she finds herself sucked into it too. They chop up all of the, the bugs. They compulsively eat it. And I loved the detail of Lily explaining it, the feeling where she's like, it felt like the opposite feeling of having to throw up. Like you need to pull it in. Ugh. So they compulsively eat all that nasty stuff. Yeah. Then um, they're like, they walk out to the dinner table and Florence is there tied up. And they're like, we have to prepare her for the house. So they're like gonna feed fucking bugs to her. And then who comes in? Oh, right before that, she had left a really long voicemail for her mom, like admitting everything. Cause she's just like, I have to tell her. I have to just tell her everything. So she just tells her everything. Mm -hmm. Or no, she doesn't leave the voicemail. She says it to her mom on yeah, the phone. Yeah, she says it to her on the phone. She tells her everything. Then she's like, I'm going to start a fire. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I have to go. Bye. <laughs> and, and so we're at this moment where like, Ba is going to like force this gross food on them. And make them stay at the house forever. And then I kind of, I forget what. Well, he's about, like, he's about to do it. And then he gets banged in the back of the head. Yeah. But I forget, like, what exactly he's about to do. Because it's not, is he just standing there with, like, bowls of bugs? He is holding Florence's mouth open while she is about to put the grasshopper oh, right. in it her mouth. Was. It's like, I'm going to, like ruin this girl too yeah and he's gonna like force food and florence is like tied up so it looks pretty bad it looks really bad um and so yeah that's when that's when jade and lily's mom shows up and bonks him on the head so they can get out of there and i was like cheering and i was like yay mom and she's in her little tie-dye pijama mm -hmm. and um she's like uh She's like, what's going on? That lady out there does not look good. Oh, also, like, half of the house has been doused in fucking fluid. Like, lighter yeah, fluid. Because or gas or diesel, whatever. Jade was like, I'm taking this house down and we're getting out. Um, So, the mom gets them out, her and Lily outside. Uh, Dad comes out. And they're all doused in oil at this point. And um, Alma has a lighter. She like comes up and she's like, I'm still alive. And tries to throw the lighter at Jade. And Ba stands in front of it. And he gets hit with the fire. He goes up in flames. 
And she's like, oh my God, my dad just like took the bullet for me basically. But then her dad instantly regrets it. And he's like, wait, Jay, just come with me. And she's like, no, I can't. It's like so sad that he, it's like the thing she wants from him. I know. Is is him saying, I want to stay with you. Mm-hmm. So sad. I know. Yeah, it's him saying, I want to stay with you. But he's then saying, just come with me. Yeah. And she's like, it's not the thing. That's not it. But also, and she's just like, I can't. Yeah. So then he just goes into the house. The thing that he's been building this whole time to try to win back his family, both on his sibling level and then also his family, like his daughters. Um, and it burns and he dies. And it's really sad. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. And her and Florence are not doing LDR. They are just like, you know what? What will be, will be. We can't be together. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But also I like that she was deferring for a year because she did need to have a gap year. She needed to figure some shit out. Yeah, to, to earn the money and because uh, she should like really think about what she wants for herself in her life. Um, and then, oh, That's and the then end. the book ends, but then there's like a little thing of like, you know what, there's just gonna, there's gonna be another house. There's always another house. There's always mm-hmm. another place for this demonic energy to go. Yeah, and it's like the house, it's sort of the book implies the house was created like by the deaths of these like Vietnamese workers. Yeah. Um, initially and that it got like a taste for blood and I was like I guess I accept this it just like I just felt like the haunting aspect of this need to be so much stronger because the emotional yeah. aspect was so strong yeah yeah I mean it was definitely a thing where like the strength of the family drama mm-hmm. just like threw the other into stark contrast and then sometimes like the the like flowery evocative language I, I would kind of like trip up on. Yeah. The, actually at the beginning, it was hard for me to like get into the language of it. I, mm-hmm. I got used to it after a while, but it, it definitely is one of those books that like, it takes a second for you to kind of be like, okay, this is the like way we're going to learn. This information. is the style. Yeah. yeah. The style. Yeah. It takes a bit to get yeah. into the flow of. Um, As an entire piece, I liked it. Um, I thought that like the ending really brought the entire thing together in a nice way. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think overall, I I would say I I liked it and that it was a good book. Um, There were some parts that were, you know, I just wish that we could have had a little bit more, uh, just like more characterization with the ghosts Mm -hmm. and more More on the backstory of their, their, their history together. And more Alma and Thomas, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, it was a solid but uneven book. I think like I, that, I think a worthwhile read, but uh, but uneven. I Yeah, and I think that a lot of the like spatial questions or like, what are we seeing? What's happening? If this were adapted, I think that would, it would be, a lot of those questions think, would be answered because yeah, we could this see would make, it. Like an incredible movie. An incredible movie. Let me direct it mm-hmm. um, because it, I, the I story, think the story of in the book is like so interesting and so yeah. compelling. Yeah. So it's really interesting. And, and it's the so, themes are so compelling. sad and good. Like mm-hmm. I love sad horror. We love sad horror. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, this would be such an excellent movie. It'd be really mm-hmm. cool. Um, 
But yeah, I would say yeah. read this one. It was it yeah. was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it. Just don't eat while you're reading it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it doesn't bother you and go to town. Really? Order a bunch of Vietnamese food and read this book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Uh, and a very special thank you to our Patreon listeners. Um, you guys help keep us alive. Teen, or Patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. Um, and a very special um, Patreon shout out to our Patreon producers who give it the $15 a month level. Thank you, Adam Halwitz. Amanda K. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Caitlin L. Carrie H. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny B. Drew Waranis. Ellie Lagos. Emma. Emma M. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Hannah L. Jason H. Jeremy Cronk. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich. Jessica Smith Harper. Jesse T. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable. Kat Miller. Katie Olsner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Carrie N. Kodiak Siegel. Larry Desmond. Larry Nguyen. Laura Hooper. Maddie M. Megan Lozier. Melody. Micah Eunice. Miguel Camacho. Molly Marks. Noah Spargo. Nora Orion. Rachel C. Randy Klett. Rebecca Goss. Robert F. Rogue Kalahua. Sasha Gibson. Sylvie T. Victoria Beck. Whitney E. And Sarah Wallen. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. We really appreciate you. And thank you to all of our listeners. We'll catch you next week. In the meantime, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.